my message to Congress is this. Pass it. Pass it for the American people. Pass it for America. Will it finally happen? Senators in Washington, D.C. are working to pass what many say is the most significant climate bill in history. What's in it? And what will it mean for greenhouse gas emissions and climate progress? Climate scientist and author Michael Mann is director at the Center for Science, Sustainability, and the Media at the University of Pennsylvania. His recent book is The New Climate War. Hi, Michael. Welcome back to ClimateCast. Thanks, Paul. Always great to talk with you. You know, Michael, assuming this bill passes, as we sit here today, we're not sure yet, what are you seeing as the most important pieces of this $369 billion bill? Right now, we sort of have... uh backwards incentive structure where we're providing various sorts of subsidies indirect and direct to fossil fuels and not providing uh, similar support for renewable energy. So what this will do is it'll put the thumb on the right side of the scale, providing incentives for the forms of energy that aren't degrading our environment, that aren't degrading our planet. And it could lead to a roughly 40% decrease in carbon emissions by 2030, which, first of all, is the most progress we will have made in addressing the climate crisis ever um, from the standpoint of Mm -hmm. congressional action. But it doesn't quite get us to where we need to be. We really need to bring those emissions down even more, about 50 percent. I like that you pointed out that it kind of levels the playing field. Another thing that I like to think about Estimates I see are that renewable energy subsidies will create as many as 1.5 million jobs from this bill. How important is talking about jobs when we talk about climate solutions? Yeah, it's really important. And it isn't a coincidence that on the campaign trail, now President Biden, you know, said that when he thinks about climate change, the first thing he thinks of is jobs. Um, He wanted to emphasize that not only do we address this existential environmental threat, But we can do so in a way that actually creates more jobs. Um, It actually favors growth of the economy. And so it's a win-win proposition. And, you know, you ask most Americans, are you for clean energy? And instinctively, almost, they say yes. Overwhelming, you know, uh, more than 80 percent of the public recognizes that it just makes more sense. You know, it's sometimes said that the the Stone Age didn't end for want of stones. (laughs) Right. And the fossil fuel age won't end for want of fossil fuels. It won't end because we've exhausted all of our fossil fuel reserves. It'll end because we found something better. Michael, the technology, the costs of renewable energy are are dropping fast. Uh, Several assessments showing solar and wind are now the cheapest forms of electricity in history in many of the projects that are going in. And I saw the stat that the U.S. produced 28% of our electric power from renewables in April of this year. That's up from just a little over 8% in April of 2000. Talk to us about how fast this renewable energy transition is happening. This is the next revolution. And what these new incentives are about is accelerating the transition that, as you note, is already underway. It's happening. It makes sense. People realize that. But we've still got our thumb on the wrong side of the scale, which is to say we're still providing all sorts of incentives and subsidies for the fossil fuel industry, which has the net effect of slowing down the transition. Um, Right now, you know, just given current policy alone, 
we would probably be looking at, you know, 25 to 30 percent reduction in carbon emissions by 2030. So that's not enough. We've got to get close to 50 percent. And this bill will get us at least to 40. It gets us most of the way there. Michael Mann with the University of Pennsylvania, thanks so much for sharing your perspective with us on ClimateCast today. Thank you, Paul. Always a pleasure. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hudner.